0: Casey, do you want to try a little bit of method acting today?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna pretend. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I have uh, tuberculosis okay. and, and uh, diarrhea that's gonna eventually lead to my death. Okay. Okay. I'm just, but I'm getting into character. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. Ah! <laughs> it hurts. Uh, get some, uh, get some medical uh, equipment. Stat, we need to fix his diarrhea. No, don't fix it! You don't want to fix it? Don't fix fix it, it, I haven't...
0: Okay, look, you might not have understood, but I'm pretending that I'm in the 1800s. I can't fix the diarrhea. Oh, yeah, okay. You just have to let me suffer. Okay, sorry. God, why did I eat that many ghost pepper California wings
1: and... I guess you're just gonna have to be prepared to meet God.
0: Well, I guess so. I guess so. Well, anyway, how's how's life with you?
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. I don't have tuberculosis or diarrhea. So that's you, a plus.
0: Did you see that uh, Jared Leto um, in 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 all his fuckery uh, was <laughs> method acting? Yeah, yeah On the Morbius. set of Morbius, and he couldn't fucking use the bathroom like a normal person.
1: Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. Would you even call what Jared Leto does method acting, or would you just call it insensitive fucking goobly goobly gark? I think um I think
0: this is a a really good question because it's not just Jared Leto like yeah the um I feel like method acting the way that a lot of actors understand it is really fucking obnoxious like Jim yeah. Carrey that whole documentary about yeah. him. Like, pretending, like, the spirit of Andy Kaufman, like, Possessed came him. into him. Yeah. Like, that's so fucking obnoxious. Like Yeah.
1: And have you seen... Well, it, uh, that also ties into Jim Carrey's whole belief system. Because did you see that clip with Norm Macdonald where um Jim Carrey doesn't refer to himself as himself? He's not himself. So, and without skipping a beat, like, like as if Norm Macdonald was, like, correcting himself on somebody's pronouns like corrected himself on calling Jim Carrey himself. He's like, Did you did he's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, Oh I'm sorry, did he do this? He was telling a story. It's like uh. I was like, what the fuck? So there's that layer of that, but uh but yeah definitely I think I think method acting has been especially now that it's in like the Twitter sphere, it's been like completely misconstrued and, and misunderstood. I, I from the when I learned the method in my few theater classes that I had, um it's not quite how I interpreted it. and I think it I don't know. what did you, how did you interpret it the same way? I I've just kind of
0: understood that method acting just feels like a an extreme form. like long form, just normal fucking acting. Like if you're mm-hmm. doing acting the correct way, I feel like you're in some way slipping into the mind of the character and understanding right. their circumstances. but like, to to have this bullshit where you have to never drop the character that that's not at all necessary, no. and in fact that that might diminish like qualities in the yeah. role. I mean, maybe you find yourself relating to them more, but like I feel like that's just like I don't know. Holding everyone else on set, fucking hostage. Yeah, you get to just like act like a fucking fool. It's yeah. like oh, I haven't showered in twenty days because I'm I'm playing uh, a character who lives out in the wilderness. Like, really? Yeah, you don't have to do that. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, you don't have to eat a fucking bull heart. You know, <laughs> I mean, you could just. I mean, I get that that gives
1: a pretty good take.
0: But right. how about you just pretend like yeah. it didn't
1: taste very good? I don't know. I I think there is a, a difference though in between what like. Like Leonardo eating an actual like animal heart or liver, because that's pretty um un um what's the word I'm looking for here? It doesn't it doesn't interfere with like mm. the production, but what Jared Leto and Jim Carrey and 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 stuff yeah that that's just kind of like Jared too Leto far. sending the used condoms
0: yes. to like all the Suicide Squad people like it's just needless. It doesn't yeah. help it this doesn't. character mm-hmm. being an asshole to everyone and like taking forever to limp to the bathroom on the set of Morbius isn't helping fucking anyone either, or your performance. Exactly. You're about to fill... With Jared Leto, it's the way that he does it with his whole fucking chest for the shittiest fucking movies that come out. Yes,
1: yes! (laughs) Bro, and it's ridiculous. And, like, I think he also method acted... I'm gonna put quotes. Method, quote, quote, unquote, acted for The Little Things... Um, yeah, I don't. I remember there was a story about how he didn't shower for that film either. Um, but the thing is, in that movie, he gave an okay performance. But there were no like horror stories that came out of that like set. Like, oh, Jared Leto, he fucking ate. Uh, he sent uh, dead frogs to all of his <laughs> cast members, and he uh, had to walk around in a neck brace for all of set or something stupid like that. It for that movie. No. No, he didn't do that. No, he oh, didn't. Yeah. I'm saying he didn't do something stupid for It's just you people. got so specific, I was like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of like the most random bullshit fucking thing he could do. He, he would do that. I but I mean to counteract
0: that point you made earlier that Leonardo's uh method acting is different, like I feel like What he was doing, though, for for uh, the Revenant, Mm -hmm. and what a lot of people do is they do it because they know, like, there's, well, they feel entitled to prestige about it, Mm -hmm. you know, like they method act and they're like, this is the one that makes me deserve the Oscar, and it's like, you fucking dickhead, Mm -hmm. you're not, (laughs) you're not any more like deserving of an Oscar just because you suffered like a little longer, like. People who showed up and did, like, their normal goddamn jobs yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly what was expected of them
1: are entitled to acclaim and prestige, too, if it... Which... If... I, and I think things like that happen a lot on set. It's just that that was, like, in, in the news cycle because Leo was up for an Oscar and because... Yeah. I think they pushed that shit to, like be like hey academy look at look at what our actor leo did in our movie like doesn't that warrant a, a better which and it doesn't it doesn't uh-uh, but i feel like um
0: well yeah i guess it was a meme at the time too yeah like that he yeah. he got so close but he had never won before
1: mm-hmm. yeah and he just doing all these I don't, I don't know it's like i feel like it's like and it's not even that big of like a a, a a deal really like if somebody if say if you know we were shooting a movie and somebody came up to me and was like hey for this scene uh i would really actually like to drink uh fucking i don't know spoiled milk you know to get that and i'd be like uh, okay sure but and then just move on with our fucking lives but then uh we have these like they're like like you said it's like the prestige so if you like point it out to like you know the academy or you point it out to everybody it's like This big thing. It's like, oh, look what I did. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. I
0: feel like it's the... uh... It's the way in which these actors present it. Yeah. Like, you know, even though Jared Leto's never the one to, like, break these stories about how he went method and he's bragging about it. Like, it's just, like, his onset behavior is toxic. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of toxic to just promote to people, like... This is the best way to do it, and this is the one that wins acclaim. And I mean, people eat it up. Right. You know, they yeah. they always look at like Heath Ledger's Joker and go like, "This is clearly how you get the best performances." And it's not necessarily no. like it's it's a good tool sometimes, mm-hmm. but you know, you you really can just pretend anything. Yeah. that's that's the beauty of <laughs> the, acting. Yeah. It's living truthfully under imaginary circumstances,
1: right? Not, not just living truthfully, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, interesting. Very, 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 very interesting conversation we're having.
0: And and speaking of interesting things, did you watch anything that caught your eye that uh, was interesting? Mm,
1: really? Okay. Have you seen *Turning Red* yet? I did. Okay. I did. That's the most notable. Oh wait, I do have to mention. I watched *Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story*. Oh, oh yes, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing movie. I love that movie so much. Best musical biopic ever. 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 <laughs> it, it's good. Um, and then I watched some more like more movies for my rock class. It's really all I've been able to watch. But uh, I do want to talk about Turning Red. Um, did you if like it? Scene? I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah. And I still can't figure out what bothered me so much that I didn't like, like it as much as everybody else's. Has been because it's it's fine it's it's a good movie by all all means I just uh, I don't know there's something about the story bugs me the, the screenplay I don't know I
0: I okay I know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. I don't like I'm not up in arms about it like Christian parents right. but I'm like not <laughs> super in love with it yeah uh, I think that my my main suspect would have to be the mom character in this movie giving me dad from chicken little vibes. Like (laughs) it it felt like a lot of the times that the, the extremes in the plot kind of took away from the, the meaningful emotion. It's just, you Mm -hmm. have people acting like way over the top about these situations. Like, what the, what the mom does in the first act is just, like, beyond what I think any fucking reasonable... You know what? Yeah. Would yeah, I do. agree. I agree. And I, and I think that's what took me out of it, because later, you know, things... Like, things mellow out, and things make more sense. Well, kind of, you know. It's a Pixar movie, and the premise is she turns into a red panda. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It works better in the last act of the movie, and there was something about the first act that I think I got really hung up on, and... Also, just it never really did win me over to love. I think Pixar has been like this for a few years for me now, where they keep delivering movies that I, I really like, but I forget about pretty quickly and, and, and nothing really holds quite the candle that the mm-hmm. older stuff did. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the the last Pixar movie I, I saw that, that really stuck with me was uh of the new Pixar I mean, is like Luca. I, I really enjoyed Luca a lot. A lot more than everybody else, apparently. But, like, other than that, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, even Soul. Like, Soul was okay. Yeah. I just... I I don't know. It's it's missing something. Also, the animation for this film is different than their other animation styles. Yeah, I... Which threw me off at first. Heavily stylized, for sure. I liked it, though. I liked it, yeah. Did you come around to it? Oh, I did definitely come around to it. When it first started, I was kind of like, what the fuck? But then I, I... definitely came around to it i think the movie's strongest strongest part is is the second act when they're uh which is with her friends and they're raising the money for the tickets and stuff uh, yeah that was fun yeah i like that a, a lot and i feel like it tries to juggle a lot of different themes and it doesn't hone in on just one like obviously we have the it's a coming of age type movie um type beat um and uh it but it focuses on the mother-daughter relationship, which we've been seeing a lot of recently in movies, especially in Asian, uh, Asian-American films, such as like The Farewell and yeah, and, and Crazy stuff, Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians, and stuff I mean, like
0: that. Um, well, I guess that was uh, mother-in-law. Uh, Daughter-in-law, oh kinda, true, and crazy rich. Kinda, My bad. Just like family-centric yeah.
1: Asian-American stories, which is great. Um, it's just like that took like precedent over things that I thought were more interesting in the movie, such as the themes of like friendship mm-hmm. and her using this red panda power and debating on whether she should keep it or not. And um, I don't know. I feel like there was a lot more interesting stuff um, in the film as well that they chose to put on the back burner in favor of this one plot, which, like you said, the mother just is, like, totally... The mom is totally unrelatable to... I I don't know of any person's mom that's, like, that crazy. And that that may speak to just the animation style as well, since the animation style is pretty wacky and, like, overblown, very stylized. Maybe they took a stylized approach to the story as well. I I do feel like
0: it was, like, intentionally exaggerated. And I feel Mm -hmm. like they were were trying to mimic... You know, kind of the harsher expectations that Asian parents put on their children and like, like. I totally see that. Um and and, and I, I'm sure for a lot of like Asian uh people watching this movie, you know, from any background, uh with, with like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Podcast Dog just gave a take. She has something to say. <laughs> she, she came up to the mic oh and <laughs> <laughs> with their whole heart sorry, yeah, sorry right up to it do i need to say asian american instead of just asian people i just felt like it was a worldwide thing you yeah. know phoebe and the movie takes place in toronto so oh I didn't yeah think it was asian canadian really yeah yeah come on dude Jeez, oh, jeez, <laughs> she's, podcast she's so, dog.
1: she's so pc i
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to be she's failing man she doesn't know shit she's just a dog she's just a dog man she's hey going but like i love your podcast dog um <laughs> But, I mean, I think it was just probably a neat aspect for a lot of viewers to see, to, to be like, finally, you know, this dynamic is being explored on screen. But I, I, I do think, like, the exaggeration did kind of hurt the, the, the empathy, I guess. But, I mean, I didn't hate anything about this movie. It was just, right. it was just not something that I loved, I guess, yeah. you know? It's not something that I think I'll revisit, I, really.
1: Yeah, I gave it three out of five stars, which by no way means that um, I think it's bad. I, I think it's good. I just think it's a, it's, it's mid. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> it's mid for me. That's um, understandable. Yeah, for sure. What uh, what about anything else? Huh? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see anything else. I, I I don't think so. All it was for my class, and I don't feel like talking about class movies right now because. I just don't. I mean, it. you go to
0: like class to talk about them, huh? Yeah, and I go to really class to and we have a,
1: a two-hour discussion about them, and uh, it's just like I don't know. It's like I don't have anything to add to this conversation, and I feel like it would lead nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, you know. What about you? Did you see anything? I I didn't see much.
0: I, in fact, I don't think I even finished any fucking movies. Oh. I uh, I started uh, on Criterion Channel this Willem Dafoe, uh, Paul Schrader movie called Light Sleeper. Uh, and, and I mean, like, I'm, I'm very into Paul Schrader. Like, I fucking love Taxi Driver and uh, First Reformed. Mm-hmm. Those are bangers. Um, this one was a little, I, I guess, a little too slow and a little, uh, like, trying to play it too cool,
1: you know, for well,
0: the I- 90s. But I mean, also I w- I was digging on it. I don't know why I haven't finished it yet. Like it, I guess it just got kind of away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, it. But I do. I feel like something of note that we both watched that we should talk about. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, years in the making. Uh, I interstellar ranger oh immense. yes um, of course yeah which i mean this isn't really a movie so we're i, we're, I guess we're getting a little we're getting off into, track
1: we're getting into tv series we're getting into tv and it's I, not even tv it's youtube series yeah hopefully it comes on tv
0: but this is a independent anime that uh marusio at brown table has been working on for like mm-hmm. four years now i think and our and our friends who have been on this podcast before jacob and natalie are yes. in it, so mm-hmm. that's fucking cool.
1: They are voice actors. But
0: on its own, uh and Natalie's only shown up in the first episode, no sign of Jacob yet. No yet. But on
1: its own, pretty fucking cool stuff going on. Pretty here. fucking good. I dug it and as you know I'm not a I'm not an avid anime watcher, so um I really, I really enjoyed it. The art, I'm most impressed with the animation, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it being independent and him only having a handful of artists working on this stuff. I think three total. Three total? Yeah. yeah it looks fucking amazing for three animators working on this shit. I mean, it, it, and for it to still
0: have that, like, style, that anime style and look so yeah. crisp like that, like, God damn. And, and the, it's
1: also Marusio's own style, of, mm-hmm. like, as well. Like, yeah, if you watch
0: yeah. any of his little animation videos, mm-hmm. you can tell, like, oh man, this comes from the same guy. But yeah, I mean, at the same time, there's just a lot of stuff tonally, and I guess a lot of loving nods to anime throughout mm-hmm. this like pilot episode that make it feel more uh, Eastern, I guess, than, than your traditional show. But there's right. honestly the coolest thing about this show to me is how uh, multicultural. It, it all is, you know, and, and that makes sense in the context of the universe that the show is about these, uh I, well, I, I don't want to say kids, young adults that, that go to train to, to be rangers on many different worlds, and throughout the episode, I mean the characters speak japanese at some mm-hmm. points they speak I english yeah. a- at one point uh, some guy throws out a "donata" so you know mm-hmm. that he's, yeah. <laughs> he's speaking the spanish too <laughs> and, and and some of the conversations are happening in english and japanese at the same time which yeah. you know sometimes happens in movies anyway mm-hmm. like villains will be like ah Chinese master, uh, <laughs> things have gone wrong. And then the guy will be speaking Mandarin for a bit. And then yeah. The other guy is like, I'm, I'm going to respond in English.
1: <laughs> <And laughs> yeah, We've yeah. understand
0: each other. Here, it seems like they're setting up the the universe for that. And it, it was a really cool touch.
1: It was. Yeah. I, uh, I'm very. The story is, is what uh, surprised me. For it being just like the first episode and a the setup, there's a, a surprising amount of intrigue. Uh, for where the story will go, and the the world building is uh, is already really cool. Um, the suits, can we the suit up scene towards the end? Um, yeah, top notch. That shit was cool as fuck. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see some action, uh, like some fight sequences. I'm 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 interested to see how those are like animated, how they play out. um Yeah, I don't. I fucking there's not like we can't say a whole lot, partially due to spoilers and also partially due to it's only 18 minutes long. Yeah. Um, which fuck, good with me. Um, I do, I do want to um talk about he is taking, uh, the next month and a half. So like the next episode is going to release late May, um, is what he said on Twitter. Um, he's taking that time to uh, after like some constructive criticism he's gotten he's reworking the story for like the second episode uh and reworking the script a little bit which i think is very admirable and pretty fucking awesome um that he's able to do that you know yeah series like
0: weird shit to be making a a a series on youtube Mm -hmm. because yeah your comment section can basically interact with the show you know and and its outcome and and what it'll be like like you you just get that uh criticism in real time which Mm -hmm. you know most tv shows they air on like hbo or whatever like like they've they've already fucking wrapped like years yeah 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 so i mean that's interesting i want i wonder uh how it'll affect production you know i I wonder if you can majorly i i don't know if they're doing major reworkings on it or just Mm -hmm. like light Script touches or, or, or cuts, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I wonder when we'll see episode two and, and what it'll look like. Love to pick his brain about that. Sometime. I would yeah, just throwing that out there, just throwing that out there for you, yeah, 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 I would love it, yeah, or, or Natalie and Jacob, you know, yeah, well, I'd love to hear their we whole process. To, we
1: need to just get another guest on the podcast soon. I know, we've been so
0: lonely, yeah, and, and Phoebe. Uh oh she's uh She's uh, she's uh a, she might be
1: saying something. She's gearing oh. up nah she laying down. gearing <laughs> up for a nap more like. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, dude?
0: Well, uh speaking of uh exciting future uh properties, uh there seems to be fucking no end to those. Wait, actually, have you watched Moon Knight?
1: Not yet. Okay. I haven't. Did, uh, have you been watching it?
0: I watched the first episode. I'm actually behind it. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Well,
1: well, okay, I, I do want to... um, I do want to... I'm waiting till the third episode drops, and I'm going to binge all three of those episodes. Okay. And then wait for the next three. Um, I feel like that's smart. I feel like uh, with some of these
0: Disney Plus shows, you know, they, they do pace it mm-hmm. as if you were able to binge all of it at once, and the yeah. weekly release schedule only just works for the hype machine. It doesn't right. really work in service of the viewing experience because i feel like episode one is, is missing a part two like like sorely missing mm-hmm. it but uh also they're setting up some cool stuff and just like i, I like oscar isaac mm-hmm. and i like ethan hawk i think they're like two of the most respectable fucking actors to enter the mcu right in a while um wh- which i mean the thing about the mcu is it makes stars usually you know and to see this show be such a passion project for Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. uh, it had me curious. But I also will acknowledge that this guy picks some pretty shit scripts sometimes, you yeah. know, like, he's not all winners. Same with Ethan Hawke. But like, yeah. that, historically, they're mostly good stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when you think of either one of them, yeah. y- you think, like, good. Yeah, right.
1: right respectable like you said i love ethan hawk he's one of my favorite actors
0: uh oscar isaac is doing a kind of weird thing in this show he's he's full-on british
1: did oh, yeah. you know that or what is it british or australian he's british, british. They're, they're in london oh or, okay. yeah yeah so he, uh, wow I, I
0: i didn't know that going in honestly so whenever he started being like Oh, feeding a fish in it,
1: Blimey! <laughs>
0: Blimey! <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, that's really good, but like, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I do want to see it. Um, I do think Moon Knight is one of the more interesting series that's coming out on Disney Plus because um, it's character we don't hear much about, um, pretty original, and uh, it, I just I don't know. I like the I like the idea of it, um, so I'm excited to watch it, Casey.
0: I I thought of another question to ask you. That's not necessarily the topic we discussed before. Are you? That's okay. Are you in a situ- an emotional state where you're ready to receive information that could be potentially harmful to the Snyderverse?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty ready for that.
0: Did you um Did you follow the news about like Ezra Miller like in yes, Hawaii this I did. Past week? I did. So apparently, like Warner Brothers has had like a whole like. Come to Jesus, like moment, like where they're talking about like their future with uh with the studio in general. Cause I mean, not only did Fantastic Beasts with Ezra Miller. Uh, did that already come out?
1: The secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, or is that coming it's out? It's like out this weekend, I believe. Oh god! Or it may already be out. What the fuck? I don't know. The the most, <laughs> the least
0: hype for Harry Potter right, ever. Right? Yeah. J.K. Rowling and like bland movie making has really just fucking killed that franchise. Oh my god. Yeah. But um, they they had like a come to Jesus moment, and they're like even talking about apparently. Potentially replacing him in the upcoming Flash. I mean, them in the upcoming Flash movie.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Didn't they already shoot
0: that? They did. And it got delayed to 2023. Like, it was supposed to come out in 2020. Like, a million years ago. And then it was 2021. And then it was this year. And they were really set in fucking stone about this year. Because I remember when I saw the Batman they had like the the like DC domed yeah. thing yeah, and they fandom, had the release yeah. dates for all of the upcoming projects. And now Flash for whatever reason got pushed to twenty twenty three. And so apparently that fucks with Shazam also. Like oh. Shazam two was supposed to come out after Flash and so now there's gonna be a lot of confusing. Like, the director went out on Twitter and was like, oh, by the way, the costumes are going to be all wrong because the Flash movie was supposed to, like, change the timeline. <laughs> so, um, that's what happened. A wizard did it.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Why don't they just fucking release the damn movie instead of just wasting all that money to replace him? And then, like, the movie's not going to make that much money anyway. I uh,
0: I think that the, the problem... Was was before all the arrests too? Like they they delayed it before uh, Ezra Miller got arrested. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder what the fuck is up with the Flash yeah. movie anyway? Like is it bad? Like yeah, like is do they not? Have is this a Morbius situation <laughs> happening? Right? I uh, I don't know. Cause didn't Morbius? How many times did fucking Morbius get? Four delayed? times I believe was the final count. Okay, that's not as bad as like. Uh, no time to die No time
1: to die got delayed a lot too yeah
0: but morbius just like went through the ringer i mean they had that uh, j- that january release date which is like a fucking death sentence and then they were like right. just kidding
1: april fools yeah Wait, like literally <laughs> on april fools uh we'll morbius right yeah and i think um i i read an interview uh that a dude he reached out to the director of morbius daniel espinoza um, who also did Life I don't know if you ever saw Life with, I, uh, I didn't but I, I was intrigued by the trailers it's good I liked Life it was a good very fine space thriller um, but the guy w- that interviewed him is a fan of Espinosa's previous uh, few films and he was like basically just told him straight up like hey I, re- I, I saw Morbius and uh, I refuse to believe that this is uh, the movie that you turned in and you know due to like you know, uh, non-disclosure agreements and stuff. I guess he kind of danced around it, but essentially said that there was a shit ton of studio interference. Because in the trailer for Morbius, there's that Spider-Man graffiti thing on the wall. I don't know if you saw that. Daniel, the director was like, I don't know. I didn't put it there. So it's like the studio is like working around the creatives and the directors um, to basically push their agenda, which is setting up the Spider-Man. Multiverse bullshit um, With their Marvel properties um, Now with their uh, DC properties Yeah uh, They might be doing the same thing A bunch of studio interference um, With Because like, that's what always happens When these fucking films get delayed Well and that right? was the initial problem With the Snyderverse anyway Exactly
0: no good Meddling uh, studio execs got mm-hmm. involved and fucked shit up well actually th- they didn't fuck a lot of shit up like i'm not i'm not trying to make fun of all the people who are like oh, warner brothers didn't get up to some major fuckery because i mean yeah. they blatantly got up to some racist sexist shit yes. got, f- hired the worst replacement director it's like you already hired Zack snyder to uh, run your cinematic universe. How much worse could you get? Oh fuck! It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I. But honestly, I think this represents Ezra Miller going off the the handle and also being the one star like they kind of have left that they haven't really tapped the potential. Like, how the fuck is it actually that the Flash character has been around since? The 2016 at least in the yeah. DCEU and hasn't gotten its their own movie yet and now we might not even get, get to yeah. see that movie or at least with this version of the character that they've yeah. been trying to set up for so many years the DCEU is just such a fucking mess i it mean it is such if they, a mess if they cancel it i'll be kind of sad cuz i i was i was looking forward to it honestly after, oh really yeah after watching Zack Snyder's justice league i'm not gonna lie some of my favorite sequences in that movie were with the Flash. When he and the Speed Force? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we're talking top five most cheer-worthy moments, I mean, I don't know about you, but number one on my list? So he's entering the Speed Force. It's, it's got to
1: be when the Flash enters the Speed Force.
0: There's no other moment that oh, tops it. God. No, I honestly think that's such a funny choice from that movie too, because I yeah. think that the sequence where he saves Iris from like the car crash and then like yeah.
1: gets a glizzy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is like way it better. Is way better. Yeah. But then
0: also, I I fucked with the the cyborg sequence where like he's trying to hack like the banks and like oh, it's yeah, represented yeah. by all that like cool like digital like bowl fuckery and whatever. Yeah. That, there was a lot of cool stuff in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Did it need to be four hours? No. But like I'll, I'll, I'll always go back and say that was the fastest four hours <laughs> fucking ever. Like,
1: I was surprised. I, I genuinely was.
0: Shit, what were we even talking
1: about to get to all that? Sorry, you were saying the, you were excited for the Flash movie. I was. Yeah. I,
0: so given what I'd seen from Ezra Miller, I think they're a pretty competent actor. And I, I was impressed with their stuff, but I, this, this shit in, in Hawaii and mm-hmm. it sounds like just like a lot of disorderly conduct on set. I mean, I don't know. I can't, I can't say that I feel too bad for them if, right. uh, if the plug gets pulled here cause they, they got up to some violent, like literally broke into a couple's home and, and threatened their yeah. lives, you know, that stupid shit. You, do, you don't get to get uh, away with that just because you're a star. Yeah. You know?
1: And I don't think... uh uh to Backtrack a little bit. I don't think I I was excited for the Flash movie at all. Yeah. Because the Flash is just one of the most... It's just the least interesting superhero ever to me. Um, he can go fast, and he can enter the fucking Speed Force <laughs> and change time, Casey. I, uh, just, I just think that is Cockney bullshit. Um. Oh my God. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know. I, a lot of people like the Flash character. I, I just have never had an interest in it, and Zack Snyder's Justice League didn't make me have even more of an interest in it. So if they cancel the Flash movie, I'll be like whatever because I didn't plan on seeing it anyway. To be honest with you, um, Ezra Miller, I you know I like them, especially in uh, Perks being a wallflower. Oh
0: yeah, I guess that's their best role.
1: Huh? That was th- that was think like, that was his, the their breakout role. Yeah, uh, really, and that's not going to diminish that movie any for me. It's a fucking solid ass movie, but and we don't talk about Kevin. And we don't. Isn't that like the other? Yeah, yeah, wrong? yeah. <laughs> or we need to talk about Kevin. Ah, uh, one yeah. of those. Yeah. I think I just was. <laughs> we, we don't talk, he talk he about content. Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about Kevin. It's his other one that he's in. I'm pretty sure, and uh, I don't know, man. That's a bunch of shit. I saw that shit and I was like, bro, they this movie's never coming out. Like, holy shit. And if it does release next year with a new actor, I I don't know. I'm I'll be intrigued to watch it. I'll probably wait for it to come to HBO Max, but um, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see how it. Because well, with Morbius, well, this ties in with Morbius being delayed fucking four times, and then we went to the everybody went to the theater and saw that shit. Uh, we kind of know like, oh, well, okay, we get it now. We get why it was delayed four times, and I feel like when people see the Flash no matter if Ezra Miller's still in it or not, I think they're going to be like, oh, this this is why it was delayed. Has it... I mean, like, has a movie ever really
0: survived production delays? Like, like production hell?
1: No Time like the... to... Well, No Time to Die was purely because of the pandemic. I, that's not production
0: yeah, I... um huh. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of examples now. Like, I feel like all just fled my head, but, like... With Morbius like getting critically pain I I have no interest in seeing it to confirm if it's as bad as people say. I'm just gonna take their word for it. And also, I like this uh, idea that you mentioned at the start of the year of uh, you know showing with your wallet like yeah. what you want to actually watch. And I'm not about to walk into fucking Morbius and spend like ten dollars on a ticket, like yeah. maybe a half hour of my life at my job <laughs> to yeah, watch yeah. fucking Morbius. Where, right. Or spend a free movie ticket on it. It's not even worth that. Uh,
1: no, it's not. Um, yeah, which that and that again. That's that's why I've not watched it. I'm not. I'm not interested in that bullshit. Um, it's this fucking character that we've nobody has fucking heard of that character, Morbius. No, yeah, I I mean like the first time I heard about the character
0: Morbius. Was when this movie, when this stupid fucking movie was announced like yeah. five years ago. Jared Leto to <laughs> lead yeah. Morbius movie. And I'm like, who is hype for this? Who, Apparently is, no yeah. one. They they didn't build that hype at no. all.
1: And it's not even like... I mean, I know Marvel's doing the same thing. Like introducing characters that a lot of people may have not heard of. Um, like, like well, you just talk about Moon Knight, for example. Like, not a whole lot of people have heard of Moon Knight. Like, I've yeah. only heard it mentioned a couple times. I don't really know a whole lot about him. Um, but the thing is, uh, it's relevant, I think. Um uh, Morbius is just like probably the most irrelevant superhero you could introduce uh into a as as a as a film. Um which, you know, and that's one of the things we gotta I gotta hand it to Disney and Marvel for being smart. That's why they made their not as known characters into these T V series because yeah. they can gauge whether a Moon Knight movie would do well in theaters, you know, based on the series, or well, whether he would do well in a team up movie if people want to see that, and yada yada yada. So, I get it; it's smart, and I guess uh, Fox hasn't fucking, or not Fox, but whoever the who's the studio behind Morbius? Fox? No, it's Disney? Sony. It's Sony. Sony? Yeah. Okay, Sony hasn't fucking figured this shit out yet. Is that you know, a lot of people may not want to see this fucking stupid ass character that nobody's ever fucking heard of. With a dumbass fucking Morbius. Dr. Michael Morbius. That's the meme going around on Letterboxd right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm Venom. Just kidding. <laughs> Doctor Michael Morbius. I hate that shit. I
0: hate that he has to say that whole title. I it looks so bad. Um I was looking into some production hell movies, by the way. Okay. And and Jared Leto has actually been in uh won an Oscar for a Production Hell movie that actually oh did quite well Dallas Buyers Club apparently That was in was, production hell mm-hmm. they they wrote the script in uh 1992 and it wasn't made until 2013 like it went through several directors and Holy shit Yeah concept visions um Deadpool is another okay. good example of a movie yeah. kind of surviving that cuz i mean Ryan Reynolds oh, wow. was initially pegged for that yeah uh, he
1: was in the origins wolverine movie with that stupid fucking take on deadpool um and then he did a good one which Deadpool's a great film it's a great movie
0: well and what's interesting about deadpool is apparently they were talking about ryan reynolds being in a deadpool movie since 2004 yeah like yeah, they've no. been trying to set that up for so hours.
1: deadpool deadpool was the it was ryan reynolds like passion project uh, essentially but like he wanted to bring it to life really fucking bad, and so that's why they kept him on for... They kept him attached to the role of Deadpool for so long, and that's why he's in the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie as Deadpool.
0: Yeah. and It's just such a waste that that was the time that they picked to debut him, because right. that's a fucking abysmal movie, and mm-hmm. especially that character is just awful.
1: <sighs> yeah. Fucking hor Horrid. horrid.
0: Well some some movies though that were in production hell that did not do too well the the Death Note movie the Adam Wingard one that one fucking sucked uh, apparently there's been a family guy movie trying to get off the ground since Holy like 2007 shit. that's that's not been fully uh finished but Seth MacFarlane in 2019 said you can bet your bottom dollar there's going to be a family guy movie <laughs> Oh, I hope... Um, hmm. I hope not. Are you ha- Are you excited for the Bob's Burgers movie, by the way? Oh, I don't think we've talked about that. Uh,
1: yeah, I am excited for the Bob's Burgers movie. Fuck yeah. I'll go see that in the theater. That's, I love Bob's Burgers. I think that's one of the... I think out of all the adult animated shows, Bob's Burgers is my favorite. Uh, I think Donna would say The Simpsons is her... She's watching The Simpsons right now, and I've been watching a little bit with her. And I do have to say, Simpsons is goaded television. Yeah. I think, I think it's way better than Family Guy, American Dad and all that bullshit. But Bob's gotta,
0: burgers is top tier for me. Uh war- warning, just drop off The Simpsons after like season nine. Just don't Season nine, okay. Well I mean like it's not the the like steepest decline in quality in the world. That that and I think that makes it worse with The Simpsons is you just have to like slowly watch it die right. and become just like this kind of like reference humor based show where it's mm. just like endless like i mean they they always had celebrity cameos on the simpsons even like back in the 90s yeah but like nowadays it's just so fucking obnoxious like there's right. a whole like elon musk episode yeah. where like elon organizes like some kind of protest at homer's uh at, at the power plant yeah yeah it's like oh, i want clean energy but i guess what makes it so obnoxious is that on the simpsons they always have celebrities come voice themselves if they can, which usually means that they're not going to be hard on the celebrity, like,
1: at right, all. And if right. they are,
0: it's, like, very, like, playful yeah, or whatever. playful, like, ah. That's why I've always enjoyed, like, South Park's take on it more, which is, like, you you could literally have these celebrities come be on the show, but they have no interest in it because they want to fucking ruthlessly, <laughs> yeah. like, roast them. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever hear the story uh, Jerry Seinfeld wanted to be on South Park like back in its first season, like back when they really actually did need kind of like a celebrity boost. And mm-hmm. um, they were like, you can be a turkey, but hey, you can you can go gobble gobble <laughs> if oh you want.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and he turned it down, uh, sadly.
1: <laughs> sadly.
0: But then they had George Clooney be a dog later on. Uh, they had him be Sparky the dog, and he just goes woof woof. <laughs> but it's George Clooney. <laughs>
1: I can't stand them dudes <laughs> that make that show. They funny. You don't like that funny. show? You uh, no, not really. I think some of it, I like the clips and the episodes I have seen because Donna also watches that show a lot, um, and I'll wa- I'll sit down and watch a couple episodes with her every now and then. It just doesn't. I don't know, man. It's like, to me, it's not worth it. That animation style. I know why they animate it like that, so they can have like very relevant episodes. They can get the drama as it goes. But it's like, if that's all you do that for, to make wisecracks and make jokes about like what's going. On, it's like I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't care for that like type of like comedy. It's like you read it in the news, and then you watch a whole fucking thirty minute South Park episode of them making fun of the specific. Thing, I don't know. It's just not my, it's not my gig. It does date that uh that yeah. humor, like,
0: yeah. very significantly. I'm, I'm surprised you don't feel that way about early Simpsons at all, though. Like, I do, I do find, like, a lot of jokes uh don't really land as well as they might have in, like, the context of, like, yeah. 1992 or 1993, because well, I... it's, like... What the fuck are you even talking about yeah, right now? Yeah. Like, is that bet, a thing? Did bet, that happen? Yeah, <laughs> I
1: have noticed that in some some they'll make jokes and I'm like, oh, I bet that was fucking hilarious 25 years ago. Yeah, they something. got him. They um, got him. They roasted him. But uh, for the most part, I feel like early Simpsons relies on its, um, on its story. Like I watched a couple yeah. of episodes where I was like, oh my god, the writing in this is amazing. Yeah, um, you know. But uh, they had god tier writers. Yes. Did you know
0: Conan O'Brien? used to write for yeah i know yeah.
1: He, he uh he has uh cameos in the simpsons his characters in there a lot i mm-hmm. know that so yeah that's that's dope i love conan <laughs> me too man he's a, he's one of the goaded uh, yeah. late
0: night show hosts it may, maybe one of the only like consistently funny ones honestly because like i i love stephen colbert for his like old satirical days and because he seems like a genuinely like funny guy but like I can't help but feel like a lot of these like late night shows, uh, are trying to be the news more and more. And it would be okay if it was like, you know, one of them. But mm-hmm. now they're all going for the like. I I, I don't want to say I don't want to use the adjective woke, even though no, right. I, I think that's what <laughs> would be appropriate. Right. I think I think that dumbs down what's wrong with it too much. I think it's just like. Because it's trying to be the news, you hear the same fucking punchlines on all of the fucking shows. Yes, it's like, oh, great, you have the same material and you yes. have nothing new to say about it. You can jump from Colbert to Kimmel, and they'll cover the same thing and same probably make thing. the same like kind of punchline. It's just
1: mm-hmm.
0: lame, yeah. Yeah,
1: it is very lame. Conan Conan had some um, great bits um, that he kept up with that were that kept the show fresh, like. Fucking, I love his, uh, well, like he did Clueless Gamer. That was always fun to watch. That was a fun segment. And then he also had, uh, um, what was the dude he would send out to interview people? I think he was, uh, I don't know. He had a guy that he sent out to, to do stuff, uh, to interview people and it was fucking hilarious. Um, but, and, and Trevor Noah, speaking of that, Trevor Noah is one that, um, popped up recently, um. That I know Luke watches Trevor Noah a lot. And yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with him. He is basically the news. Um, but he's also really funny sometimes. But then he had that stupid fucking joke about the Oscars. About how the movies were like... The, the Oscars is like the vegetables of movies. Oh, It's yeah. like, you know you should watch them, but you just really don't want to. And it's like, my guy, fucking Steven Spielberg, had a movie not... Like, like I don't know. It's just like, you're in the entertainment business... And you're over here making a stupid, like, lame-ass, that joke has been repeated so many fucking times. It comes around every single year. And he, like, I think he falls into those same, like, pitfalls of, like, (laughs) bad comedy. Where it's like, you just don't make those jokes because they're not funny anymore. And it's, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Trevor Noah's always been very hit or miss. I mean, like, my dad raised me on Jon Stewart. So, like, I've always Mm kind of had, like, some resentment towards him. I think that the greatest thing that The Daily Show with Trevor Noah has going for it right now is some really funny correspondence. Like, Michelle yes. Wolf used to be really funny. Right now, currently on the show, Jordan Klepper. Jordan is Klepper. Just, he's just one of the ultimate, like, mm-hmm. make people say really stupid shit yes. <laughs> and yes. get them for it. You know Jordan Clever
1: like, has some goaded fucking videos out there that you can find on YouTube. He did a video in Arkansas
0: that yeah, you sent me. I sent it, it to you the other day. Yeah, <laughs> in Eureka Springs, go watch it if you haven't if you haven't seen that one. It's you're from amazing. Arkansas. I, I'm, I'm just assuming that everyone who listens to the show lives in Arkansas. Even if you're part. not
1: from Arkansas, please watch it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's uh,
0: it's something about like anti-LGBTQ. Uh, <laughs> representation or yeah, it's no hot, it's, it's anti anti-lgbtq anti, yeah, yeah there's too much gayness going on around here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like the what is it, the mayor of eureka springs they interviewed her she's like the 75 year old lady and she's just like there's no she was talking about jordan clapper was like uh the church says they're under attack from uh the lgbtq and she's like straight up like no they're not she's like they're attacking us yeah it's a, it's a hilarious fucking video um and the irony he manages to pull out of people without them even fucking knowing it is brilliant Great yeah. goaded video
0: <laughs> he's he's so funny I, I i think that i think that that probably makes that show one of the 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 funnier yeah. like late night Uh, things anyway and also because it's on comedy central and daily show has always been like a hybrid of news and comedy i dig it what what i don't dig is like jimmy fallon trying his hand at it and and i mean he stays out of it nowadays it seems like but he's just like a fucking chill so yeah fuck jimmy fallon do you remember when jimmy fallon like blew up for a year though we were all like obsessed with or were you uh, yeah, I remember
1: all, Jimmy Fallon. I remember watching a lot of Jimmy Fallon a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. like
0: all, all of the open, like the lip sync challenges and all yeah. that shit. Every time one of those would happen, it'd go viral.
1: I like when, I like some of his interviews, when Jimmy Fallon interviews people. I like, um, I'm pretty sure, was it Scorsese came on Fallon one night? Or maybe he came on Kimmel I don't know, I like to watch the when directors like famous directors go on like late night shows, I like to watch their interviews and Jimmy Fallon's not like a, a bad interviewer. Like I think he's a, a lot of people don't like him because he's really fucking childish.
0: Yeah. Um He's always giggling at whatever yeah. the fuck anyone says. He's
1: right. Yeah, well who's the SNL uh a co uh he was a one of his um oh, it was a he was a um Oh my god. Have he you went, ever had a dream? Have you had, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was it was on when Jimmy Fallon was on SNL, he was yeah. also he did a lot of skits with this he other did. dude and a lot of all the co-hosts thought it was funny that Jimmy Fallon could never keep a straight face during the sketch, but one guy said it annoyed the fuck out of him and he pulled Jimmy to the side one day and he's like if you ever laugh during one of my skits, he's like I swear to god I'll beat the fuck out of you or something like to uh, to that sentiment. And it was um uh, it was a uh, it was one of the black comics, um, and I uh, can't remember his name. It Starts with a T, was I feel it like? Oh gosh, I, I don't know
0: anyone who starts with the T. It, it, it couldn't have been Kenan Thompson, was it?
1: I don't think it was
0: Kenan. Okay, who told Jimmy Fallon <laughs> not, live on the podcast we're not this up. to laugh? We we're always searching the shit up on the podcast live. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yes, yes, Tracy Morgan. That's who it was. <laughs> he was always laughing and all that dumb shit he used to do. He wouldn't mess with me because I didn't f- fucking play that shit. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> wow. He said that shit in 2007. Like, it wasn't even cool to hate Jimmy Fallon yet. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Fans call out Jimmy Fallon. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he he's kind of always annoyed me with his talk show. Not necessarily his SNL stuff. I kind of right. think that's cute when yeah, he laughs yeah. in the middle of a sketch. But right. But just the way that... He, any guest, no matter what they say, he's always laughing. <laughs> week,
1: fake as fuck. Have you seen what was that video? Uh, oh, it was on Smiling Friends. They did a parody of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, they nailed that shit. It's so
0: funny. Smiling mm-hmm. Friends is great. If if you guys haven't mm. seen it, it's still it's still on
1: HBO Max. It's still getting a season two. Yep. You still should watch it. Bam, it's, bam. It's amazing. It's one of the better animated shows to like be like. To come out, like, um, there's, like, this um, fucking, um, I wouldn't even call it a, well, maybe you could call it a resurgence of, like, adult animated shows, but the animation is, like, fucking horrendous and the writing is stupid because it's, um, it's, like, well, it's, like, when Big Mouth came out. Yeah. It was, like, toilet humor and it's, like, shit that nobody cares about and it's fucking weird and the animation's ugly as fuck. They keep making those shows, but, like, Smiling Friends is, like original and it's the writing's good and it's funny uh and it's a passion project as well from uh, a youtuber that was animating youtube videos it's not corporate really at all so yeah i like it i think it's good
0: smiling friends is proof that stuff like irc isn't Mm -hmm. like stupid or a waste of someone's time you know it's like you you know if you dream big enough and you and you execute it like anything can happen really And, and that's incredible and i I do think that's just so amazing that like Smiling Friends is out there now and there's a full season and it's beloved and it's mm-hmm. getting another season like it's holy amazing. shit that's amazing and, yeah. I, and I hope other you know big YouTube animators who have been maybe wanting to do uh, television yeah. uh, feel that confidence
1: now. Right. Uh, I hope yeah. Meat Canyon gets a gets a fucking show on. Oh, I hated Adult Meat Slim. Canyon. Fuck Meat Canyon. <laughs> you hate Meat Canyon. I
0: I okay. there is definitely a, a sub genre of YouTube animators though, where it was just like eighteen plus sketches, where they're just being gross as fuck. Like, I feel like Meat Canyon was one of them. Or am I thinking of someone else? You're thinking who's, of someone else. Who's the YouTuber who would always post like Dragon Ball Z parody and then be like eighteen plus? Oh so is it like Gizmondo um, or wait, no, Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. No, because Meat Canyon, he's just now getting like this YouTube acclaim. He's oh, okay. Like, he's the one who's did um um well shit, he's done a lot oh, of stuff. Gon, Gon's awesome. Yeah, no, that dude, no, fuck that shit. I know that I know that that animator. Well, Gun's awesome.
0: Sold out too. He did the Tobuscus animations yeah. back in the day. He did Nugget in a Biscuit.
1: <laughs> Nugget in a biscuit. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. Copyright,
0: right? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, fuck it.
1: <laughs> no, uh, look, type in Meat Canyon. You'll oh. know exactly once you see a I Meat can- Canyoning. I'm yeah. Meat Canyoning. Yeah, oh. that's his animation style. He like. Uh, oh, this guy looks gross, too. Well, he is gross, but his he his writing and the themes that he covers in his animations are actually worthwhile. Kind of like how Psychic Pebbles and Zack Hadel did back in the day, like, they had animations that were like, oh, this just looks, like, gross and, like, kind of, like, um, I don't know, like, weird adult animated shit, but they always had, like, a theme with it or, like, something they were trying to say meet kingon's the same way sometimes he does just do dumb shit for the fucking fuck of it but for the like he's a very talented dude yeah wow he's got like
0: a lot of views for the animation channel too
1: he's one of the most popular animated animators on youtube right now and he actually did have a a animated show on here called um monster lab it was Ah. about it was about two dudes who uh were uh like, they had this book, uh, like, um, how to make monsters and stuff, and they make monsters to solve their problems. Like, when so, like one of the episodes, I think they had to go to the dentist, and they're like, oh, well, I'll, I'll, we'll create a monster that'll uh, do dental work for you, and it, like, goes wrong. Um, anyway, it's a cute little little short series i i I
0: think i've seen some of his videos before now that you mention it like this bugs bunny with the nipples yeah that was
1: one that was that was basically how he got noticed that was his most famous one
0: yeah and the the hank hill uh (laughs) akira parody i think i've seen that yeah yeah no fuck yeah well actually sorry i'm sorry meat canyon that i mistook you for some other guy from like 10 years ago but your animation does look gross but i i hear from my good friend Casey that it's uh it's good and you you're not listening shit. to this podcast anyway, so fuck you. Yeah. yeah true. <laughs> well man, uh we you know, I, I had a different topic in <laughs> we mind, did. but we, we just kinda skirted around it, I feel like. But it was fun. Yeah, it was you fun. Know, we we kinda got into good we got our hands dirty in, we did. in that rambling that good ramble juice. That good
1: ramble juice. You always gotta get into that ramble juice for sure. For oh, sure. Yeah. It's been a while since we did a, a rambling episode yeah, like this where no clear topic. Doesn't it feel
0: like it's like months between episodes now? Like that that extra yeah. week in between when we record, like it really do be feeling like a, a, whole, a ass, whole ass like, month. <laughs> yeah. month. And I felt so inadequate for not watching any movies completely <laughs> with all that goddamn time. And well, I mean,
1: that, that that's the reason we switched to bi-weekly for right now is because we're so fucking busy. Yeah, um, exactly. You can see, like, I haven't had much time to watch any movies. Like, I tried to re-watch Chinatown the other night. Fucking fell asleep. Uh, it was so good, though. Like, yeah, like, I was like, like, now, don't don't tell me now no, that no, you've no. changed
0: your mind about Chinatown.
1: <laughs> no, my my rating for Chinatown might even go up after I finish this rewatch. But, like, I just saw it one night. I was laying down. It was really hot. Yeah, high. your
0: views on, like, incest? <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're a little bit more lax now. Yeah, now. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, I see. She's, just, she's the sister and, and the, the mother. mother. <laughs> oh, that, makes, that actually makes a lot of sense.
1: Oh, God. Spoilers for Chinatown.
0: Yeah. We, we already spoiled Chinatown forever ago on we this podcast. We did the spoof. We did the slapping bit. We were like, Bop.
1: Yeah! Oh, yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Forgetter. I oh, know. Oh. We've done so many bits and so many episodes, bro. What is this? Episode, like, what? 59? nine six? No, this is like 60-something.
0: Fuck it. You know what? If, if there's a real one and they stay to this point in the episode, which is actually a few of our listeners, yeah. they get to know that we're gonna... Only this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to put a number that's different than the numerical order. This episode is going to be episode 175, and then we'll return to normal
1: <laughs> okay. next week. I'll put it as
0: episode 175. And
1: yeah, then... There we go. Okay. If you're
0: listening, yeah, you get to be in the know.
1: Yeah, that's why the number is different on this episode.
0: If you're not listening, then I hope you're confused, and I hope your confusion leads you to a dark place. And I hope <laughs> that someone helps you out of that place. Okay, and that yeah. you find some light.
1: Only to have it taken away, <laughs> because the episode will be deleted, and you may never know. Mm-hmm. Wait, what happened mm-hmm. to the other like a hundred episodes that mm-hmm. needed to come out before? I <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, was so evil.
0: Well, Casey, uh, is, is that the ending, bit, or I, the I ending so, bit? I think so. Hell yeah! Let's uh, let's shut it off.
1: Yeah. All right. We hey. shall return to the void uh, until two weeks. We'll come back. We'll just reappear in the same spot and do it all again.
0: Okay. Now that now that the microphone's off, let's yeah. talk about uh, overthrowing the government. <laughs>